Okay, we're good to go, I think. That's a good start. Well, my name is Mark Copes. Uh, I'm Andrew Baxter. And this is... Puppies of Watermelon! You're having a laugh? Uh, what are we, what are we talking, about, talking about, This week, Baxter, I'm still in your line. What? I'm still in your line. What are we talking about this week? Uh, we're talking about special deliveries. We are talking about a video game museums. We're going to have a little talk about the space race. And we're going to talk about a infamous Prague artist. You don't know his name, do you? Mm, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Every time we go up to someone to try and ask for directions, you just get that blank look. It's like saying, like, do you know how to get on the train to Cockburn? And they're like, uh, Cockburn, don't think that's a place. No, that's not a place because I don't want to say it. Yeah. So they have a severe lack of using vowels here, so it's just lots of consonants. Do you ever just figure out how to pronounce shit? Are, are you getting better at speaking Czech yet? No, I just still know the two words. Hello, <laughs> thank you. Why learn? Why learn? We're actually focusing on, we're watching um, Idiot Abroad lately, and um, we're trying to figure out how to speak proper English because that's going to happen soon. And we got a joke last night. They talked about, what was it? They were talking about how long the Great Wall of China was. And he's like, oh, it goes into the horizon, but so does the M6. <laughs> and like, I knew what that meant. It was funny. So where is the M6 then? Mm, it goes around London, see? Nope. There's a big circle. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. That's the M25. Now you've got to know this shit. Oh, the M25. Maybe they said it was the M20. Where's the M6 go? London to Manchester. Okay. That's not as exciting. No, it's not. But I'll tell you what, the M25 isn't exciting either, so. Oh, okay. But it's like a Daytona. Like, does anyone have races around it? Like, <laughs> No. Well, people probably do, yeah. But it's also known as the world's longest car park. Okay. So it's, just, it's pretty hard to do a time trial. It would be pretty hard to do, yeah. Damn. So, like, yeah, like, you, I mean, you probably got used to the Australian slang, but we're just starting to notice the, I'm not sure, British slang, what'd you call it? There's different types. So which one is, are you having a laugh? Which one's that? Having a laugh. That sounds like something a Cockney would say, which would be a London thing. What about, what about, got me right in a cocks and bollocks. Cocks and bollocks, again, Cockney. <laughs> but I, I'm feeling you're probably getting these all from the same place, which means they're hitting the same stereotype. Yeah, it's all the one TV show. But I love like cocks and bollocks, like they censored the word that doesn't need censoring. So... What else? You have uh, I, I fell over there. Well, we are on our second last day. We leave tomorrow. <gasps> you leave tomorrow? Mm. Oh, and you yep. set aside some time to go talk to me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so does that mean that after tomorrow you guys are finished in Prague or are you going back there? No, nah, well, we might do, but I doubt it. You kind of, <laughs> we feel like we've done the done the gamut. We might, but we don't want to. <laughs> well, yeah, there's other things. Like a month, it's been pretty good. It's the first time we spent so long in a place. Because usually, like the last trip, like we said, we stayed only a few, not two or three nights each place. So we got to pretty much see everything we wanted to see and some things that we didn't want to see. And we're pretty much pretty much happy, I think. Yeah. A bit sad though. Are you still suffering from the cheap beer? Uh, well, it's been, I've been trying to trying to restrict myself because having a six pack a day isn't a really good idea. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Having that as a treat. You can't maintain six 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 pack a day. No, even just half a liter. Like you just gotta, I gotta pace myself. Oh yeah, the big trying to make the most of it while it's cheap. Just remember that is essentially you're drinking six pints a night. No, I definitely haven't done that. The most is two. I can't can't deal. <laughs> two and then it goes all blurry. I'm such a lightweight. We just have half a glass of wine and I'm having a good time. So <laughs> doesn't really doesn't really matter. We've kind of gotten used to everything. We kind of feel like 
you know, not locals, but know how to use, finally figured out how to use the transport and how to get from one place to the other. Just when you finally figure it out, you got to go somewhere new and figure it out. It'll be fun. Because you guys are off, well, you're off to Finland, right? Yeah, Finland for a week. Where about Finland? Santa- mm. You should know this. Re- well, yeah, I think it starts with an R. I think it's like Ravikanajikama. Don't say Reykjavik. Uh, is that in Iceland? Yes. Okay, it's not that one. <laughs> Ravenemy, I think it's called. Ravenemy, I'm going to look it up. They're so similar. It's not- they're so similar, except the fact that they're hundreds of miles apart. Yeah, there's, there's snow. It's in some place cold. We're not... Mm, I'm a bit scared because here it's coldest it's been. It's like three. And, you know, you can cope with that. We're going to negative ten. And I don't know... I don't know what we like. What kind of gloves do you need in negative ten? In minus ten, uh, have you got ski gloves? Uh, is that the kind of gloves we need? You guys are going to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we see the like we see the little little piss sweet gloves, you know, the cotton gloves, and that's what everyone uses here. Like, that's probably <laughs> yeah, not going to be enough. Oh, you guys are going to suffer so much. You need <laughs> yeah, you'll need multiple gloves. Multiple. You need gloves inside your gloves. I would guess that most people there would wear two pairs of gloves so they have their indoor gloves and their outdoor gloves. Uh, okay, that's good to know. So I'll still get the other gloves. We've gone shopping today. But in the good news, they've got a golf course. Oh, great. Awesome. Imagine playing golf in the snow. That'd be sweet. It wouldn't because it'd be four. Oh, it's, I've lost it. <laughs> You'd never. never it'd make the game last so much longer. Where's it going? It'd be worth your money. <laughs> what is it? Because you spend so much in golf balls. Oh, you have to excavate, yeah. But you, they they groom the the fairway, so it's like really you have to hit it good, otherwise you're stuffed. And then you just snowboard to your next or cross country ski to your next ball. Yeah, it'd be great. It's <laughs> definitely not how it works. Uh, well, I don't know what it's like there right now, but I would imagine there'll be quite a lot of snow on the ground. So do you wear like two pairs of socks? You wear, yeah. Yeah, have you got have you got a nice thick sock? Yeah, I got some big big fat ones. Haven't had to use them here yet. You're two little precious Australians as well. You're gonna yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna suffer. So funny. I wonder. Yeah, we're we're trying to like imagine buying stuff here because it'll be cheaper here, but we just have no idea what to buy. We'll figure it out. Have you got a good coat? Got like the like down jackets, yeah, fleece, long sleeves. Have you got a scarf? No, not a scarf yet. Don't need to get a scarf. You'll probably want a scarf yeah. if you don't like a cold neck. This is good. This. This is why this podcast is paying off already. <laughs> I'm telling you how to be cold. <laughs> I've been walking around with a baseball cap here and that's been a bit cold, but I just like what it looks like, you know. You can't it's like girls with high heels. Sometimes you just gotta sacrifice a bit of pain for the look. I think you might actually be going up to the Arctic Circle. That rings a bell. I think there is something we can walk across. I'm just gonna try and find out where the Arctic Circle is. Cause I so I went pretty far up north into Finland when I went there. But that was in summer and that was pretty cold. But I can't actually remember how far north it was. It was still cold in summer. That doesn't sound good. At that point, they would have been... Oh, oh, actually, do you know what you're going to really suffer from? Daylight. Well, we've noticed that here. Well, here's been stopping at 4.30, and that's been early enough. And that's and, and you wouldn't, be... you don't get that in Perth at all, so you, that must be weird for you. Oh, yeah, we're having dinner at like 5.30, thinking it's it's 8 o'clock. Let's, let's have a little experiment. You take a guess what sunset is at the moment in I've forgotten the place uh, Rovanemi I, f- I hope I'm pronouncing that take, take a little guess at what I'm going to say uh, 3 o'clock if it's three less o'clock. Than oh so you said 3 o'clock mm-hmm. right I'll give you another chance to get a bit closer do you think it's under or over that I'm going to guess it's probably less lower it's 2.30 at the moment and what's sunrise so that, I don't think you're going to be going to see very much because <laughs> it'll be dark uh, sunrise is 9.30, so it got sunny there an hour hmm. ago. Oh, nice. Five hours to get everything done. Five, yeah, That's good. Five hours of daylight. Must be shit for running errands, huh? 
Like, just got to dip Nick down to the post office. Got to bring my head torch. Well, have you got a head torch? No. <laughs> wow, well, that'd be good for kid news. Where are we? Uh, November. Right, so you've just missed out on daylight savings time. So, oh, I guess. Oh. Oh, it, it, the shortest day they have there seems to be two hours. Wow. It's not worth living there, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, organising a game of Frisbee? You'd have to, be like, get there sharp at one o'clock. Get there sharp because otherwise we have to wait until tomorrow. That's it. At the moment, the night time is 12 hours. i got to... Because I'm bad with timing and being late for things, like... You just couldn't be late for anything you wanted to do. Well, you'll probably find, I don't know if you've noticed this in Prague, it gets darker slower. True, there is like, what's that called, twilight? Yeah, you'll be able to see for about seven hours, I reckon. Oh, that's all right. That's about it. Well, I probably should, probably should research this more before we leave. But... <laughs> do you know what? You should just go there in June, and then you've got 24-hour daylight. Oh, wow. Which is probably worse, worse, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine all the people complaining about daylight savings, like, my curtains are so faded. So what made you decide on a... Side and going there. Uh, we wanted Nat really want to see the Northern Lights. Is it because it's the official home sound of Santa Claus? Yeah, it was, a, it was a, like a triple banger, like wanted or quadruple banger. Wanted to see the Northern Lights. There's a chance we might see it. Not as good as Iceland, apparently. We wanted somewhere that was a bit cheaper and a bit less touristy than Iceland, but then we decided to so found out that it was like a Santa Claus village, so it's probably going to be a lot of people there. Yeah. Um. And then snow, so picks all the boxes. A worst case for not seeing the lights is getting to see Santa. That's a pretty good like second <laughs> second base. <laughs> yeah, but just imagine all the people there going to see him and just being like, oh. <laughs> we could have seen yeah. the lights, but all I got was this lousy T-shirt from Santa. We've been stuck with doing this, so they're. It looks like you're actually, yeah, you're about six kilometres south of the Arctic Circle. So if you don't go to the Arctic Circle... Well, I think all I know about the Arctic Circle is the deadliest catch. Deadliest catch? I haven't seen that. The one on Discovery Channel? No, I've never heard of it. What? Ah, uh, they these, like a reality TV show and they go follow these uh, boats that go catch these massive fast crabs. Not ringing any bells? Nope. Uh, well, it doesn't <laughs> sound... I've just found out what the average high is for this time of year in... Uh... <laughs> Remini. And it is. Well, let's just say there's a free in it. It's negative? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Average high is minus three. The high. Oh, and no. you haven't got a glass. I might be wearing all my clothes every day. Oh, uh, you probably are. Because think about that means it gets up to. <laughs> the problem is at the moment, because I've got one pair of pants. I've got like rain pants as well, but they're not really pants. So I've got one oh. pair of pants, so if I want to wash them, I kind of have to have like a day of not doing anything to, to let them dry. Yeah, and oh, the record low for this for November is <laughs> minus 27. Uh, the, the good thing is I have no idea what that means. Like, I don't know how, how cold that is. <laughs> Just say it's beyond the point where it's cold enough to you to not want to be anywhere near it. No, it's just like 27 in the heat, but in the opposite. So it's not that bad. Like 27 is just like, it's it's getting warm. You might break a bit of a sweat, but you probably have the aircon on. That's so. negative in Fahrenheit. Is it? No, you're 27 Fahrenheit. No, no, negative 27 centigrade, but yeah. in Fahrenheit, that's minus 18. I'm guessing in negative 27, we might think about putting the heater on, I'm thinking. You might, because the, yeah. the re- other reason you might not is because you'll be dead, but okay. <laughs> no. Hypothermia sets <laughs> in. Oh, I was going to say, just down the road here, um, just change up a bit. There's, um, when we first arrived, there was this massive billboard of, like, Mario and a massive billboard of Sonic. And 
everything was written in Czech, didn't know what it said, but um, I decided that I was going to go to whatever it was and figured out it was a, a video game museum. Have you been to one before? No, we spoke about that one in Perth, didn't we? But I've never been to one, no. Yeah. What's the oldest console you know that you've actually played? That I've actually played? Yeah. Would have been PlayStation 1. Oh, no, wait, no. No, PlayStation 1, Nintendo 64, which one came from? They're the same generation. This place, Nat decided she didn't want to come, which I was pretty pretty happy about because um, she would have been bored shitless. <laughs> but if, you can just sit there like, and get your nerd on. That's, if I was... I spent probably three, four hours there. And I think um, if all museums were like this museum, museums would actually be interesting. But there was, I think, 120 playable uh, devices, and I think I played all of them. And like, you rock up in, the first thing you see is an original Pong arcade cabinet. Ooh. And that, that's like the only thing you can't play because it's like, it's, it's basically like the Rosetta Stone. It's worth so is, much. Yeah, exactly. I could touch it. But ooh, probably wouldn't, wouldn't cross the line. And then they had this one laneway. And I've never been to like, because I, I would have just missed out of like arcades with old school arcade cabinets. There was this alleyway of like 20 arcade cabinets. And I played all the old classics like that I've never played before. Like the old Donkey Kong, old original Centipede, original uh, Pac-Man and Galaxian and all this kind of stuff. And they're all awesome. I mean, oh, sorry, the first asteroids as well. So all the original arcade cabinets were bloody beautiful. And then they had all the consoles and uh, like all the Nintendos, all the Playstations, all the Xboxes, had a virtual reality thing at the end. Had all these consoles that I'd never even seen before, which I'm not even sure how they existed. They're, they're pretty um, crazy looking devices, like hodgepodge together. Oh, it was a blast. I bloody enjoyed it. I just have this picture now of you just being there for about six days. The sun comes up, sun goes down. <laughs> Copes doesn't know he's inside. <laughs> they're like the people, the poor people that work there. Like I guess they're bored shitless. They probably got the job thinking it'd be great, but um, this one guy just kept. He just kept watching me play. <laughs> just stand next to me. He wanted the authentic experience of not being able to afford to play games. Well, no, this guy. This guy was like a guy that worked there, and. He, um, and I just turn around and like, hi, just hello. <laughs> 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 I could, and I was playing horribly, of course, because I didn't know what I was doing. Maybe that's why I was but, watching you. He was just like, I've never seen someone so terrible. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And then I played this one game. It was a, it was a text game of, um, uh, what's the Guide to the Galaxy? Is that called? The... Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's right. That, that was made into a text game. And there's no, there's no hints of how to how to play it you just have to like type in the right command a proper kind test of like game. how yeah. monkey island was but even worse because there's no hints and i was just typing all these weird any command i could and this guy's still watching me just <laughs> making all the mistakes I'm like do you know how to play this because you could tell me how to like pass this next bit uh, uh, in my head you you turned around to him to ask them that i said can you help me he just went yes <laughs> yes <laughs> you have to learn the hard way I could, I, I, but I won't. I played, played the first couple of uh, levels of GoldenEye, which I hadn't played for a long time, and bloody hell, that's slow. Like, I'm, not sure how, I'm not sure how we ever thought that was. I remember being addicted to that game. That was great fun. I but, remember not quite, because you couldn't aim up or down. 
Oh, only if you held the right, the, um, yeah, one of the buttons. And there was um, the VR one. We did this one that I haven't done before. was uh, this plank of wood. And they, they put a real plank of wood on the floor that's the same <laughs> size as it. Have you ever played this one? I've heard of this, yeah. Oh, my God. And it, it didn't help because they didn't really know what they are doing, so it didn't really fit on my head properly, and the board wasn't quite lined up with the, <laughs> with the board in the game. So it was a bit, it was a bit bullshit, but I got, I'll try to play it as best I could. And you're, yeah, that's right. She gave me the left control and the right hand. I was like, I think it's the other hand. And she's like, no, 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 this hand. Like, okay, sure, sure, sure. And so I look, I look like a numpty with my hands backwards in the game. But you've got this little uh, net, and you're trying to catch this little bird that's flying around. And you just flies out of reach. And the first level is just, you're on top of a building, but the plank of wood's just on the ground. And like, this is the lamest game ever. Like, okay, like I can feel the board with my feet. It's kind of cool. I catch it. And then it zooms to the next level. And the next level's on top of, the plank of wood's resting on top of two ladders. And it actually felt like a bit scary. And that one I get, and that's fine. And then the next one's like, on top of, I can't remember, it was like a a few stories up. And then it kept on progressing to be like really ridiculous. Like you're on top of two moving trains and the platform's in the middle of two trains and things are like overpasses are coming by. And I definitely almost fell over and I asked the guy and apparently heaps of people fall over. (laughs) It was pretty cool. I was a bit scared. It was a good experience. You managed to find more VR even though you're in a different country. Yep, like going all the way to Prague just to play video games. That's great. The big thing here as well, escape rooms are huge here. They've got this one that's a VR escape room, which I really wanted to do. I did one of those at um, Escape. In Perth? Yeah. And you do it? Not the first time, no. It'd be, so, it'd be so smart because you could just have this room that is – you could just have cells of, you know, three by three, and then the whole – why isn't there a business about escape rooms in VR? It'd be perfect. There's a whole section for it on Groupon. Well, scrap that idea off the list. Yeah, I think we've beaten some things to make millions. Yep. I really, I watched The Kingsman too um, before I left, and that's um, <laughs> I love his accent in that. They're great. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good film. He's the same. Is he the the London one? Which one? The Kingsman. Exy. He has two accents in that film because he has to, when he's a, being a chav and when he's not being a chav. So do you get like you when you hang out with your mates, you all talk stupid like that? Well, you will think we do. Yeah. So you seem quite you seem quite normal to me. <laughs> when I'm in Australia. And everyone else is Australian. It took me a while to get used to that, but I eventually did. Like, it got mm-hmm. used to Australian being the default. Mm-hmm. And then we, when we moved back, back, everyone sounded like farmers around here because we got used to a normal. We, we, we're just used to listening to Australians speaking. Speaking right. of games, did you read the outrage of the new Star Wars game? I have been watching Reddit with interest about this because mm. I find it a little funny. It's taking this long for this to happen. Right. Do you want to quickly explain what what happened? So what's been going on? Star Wars Battlefront 2 was released uh, last week. Seems to be. Something I think like it was that. last week. This is this started going on a bit before they, it was released. So this is basically the sequel to the reboot of what used to be a very good game. And EA has basically screwed the pooch because they've added in pay to win, essentially. Mm-hmm. Is because, because you can't unlock all the heroes. So they advertise it on you're able to players all your favorite star wars heroes Which you've never been able to do before so everyone wants to play as darth vader everyone wants to play as luke skywalker or someone you whilst you technically you can to be able to unlock all of the characters you either have to play a ridiculous amount of game hours 
So an unreasonable amount of game hours. I think it's in the thousands. They reported it was achievable, which is the, the weird bit. It's or maybe they've changed that, but now it's achievable. It's, they've had to change it, yeah. But they, but when they when it was going to be released, it was going to be a stupid amount of time, and that was going to include cooldown. Uh, well, that wasn't even including cooldown timers. So to be able to unlock stuff normally, you'd have to keep on playing different types of games. And once you played one type of game too much, it says uh, you can't unlock any more from this game type for another three hours. Really interesting. Yeah, they're using all the tactics. Yeah, which might sound familiar to anyone who's played something like Clash of Clans, where it goes, "Hey, you can't play anymore for." an hour or something because that's how they get you back but then again Clash of like we're also talking about a game that you are paying for to have yeah. it's not a yeah. free to play game full price triple A game but it's alright EA's here to, to the rescue uh, you can buy yourself some loot boxes to unlock the extra characters except these loot boxes cost loot boxes cost real money and you can't even guarantee what you get it's like a gamble so you buy a loot box and you get some random stuff out of it which introduces a whole different element to the the discussion of is it gambling yeah so it, it, let's just say it's, it's gone down uh it, it went down it had a mixed review shall we say on reddit in that there were twitch gamers who had early releases of it playing it and they're and they're, they're criticizing it as well but reddit blows up and what happened i think one of the highlights was ea now has the most downvoted comment in reddit history by a magnitude of 10 yeah, oh, yeah, more like by some ridiculous margin where there's never been a comment downvoted that much, ever. <laughs> oh, and we're talking about Reddit, like this is a big deal. This is, we're talking about this is a story that isn't just on it's it's on the gaming subreddit, but it's also pretty much turned the Reddit homepage into let's all shit on EA. It's that big, and <laughs> also the developer that's making it, not just EA, but Dice, the people yeah. that they've hired to make that, the poor guys. So DICE are the developers, EA the publishers. DICE, they did an AMA, Ask Me Anything on a Reddit. And it was never gonna work out. No, there was a build there was a lot of build like the thing is that everyone knew it was going to happen. So what I found most interesting about that was watching the build up to it as everyone's just like, oh they're gonna or they're gonna be in trouble when we get there. And it was basically <laughs> yeah. like an ambush. <laughs> and and how I'm not sure how three people, I think that's what I read, three does are like part of the team, were going to answer all these people that are copying and pasting long thought out essays about their yeah. thoughts like it's never going to be possible no it wasn't going to work do you know what's happened most recently in this i feel like i'm not sure if it's a rumor or if it's true that disney has request has pretty much told ea to remove the buy-in for now loot boxes for now yeah so disney stepped in because they own the license for star wars and said no we can't have you doing this because it damages our brand but also what's happened is that, uh, at least in the Netherlands, EA is now being investigated for, uh, what was it, uh, unlicensed gambling, I think. Mm-hmm. So they're actually, that, that's why another reason they've had to quickly release a patch or change it so that this isn't in there because they're getting investigated for base, we're basically criminal charges for unlicensed gambling because they, they would, they're not allowed to do it. So if it comes down that this is decided to be gambling, they won't be able to release it like that. What's also happened, I don't know if you've been aware of this, is that there was a massive, there's been a boycott essentially of Star Wars Battlefront 2, which has two interesting parts. One is that it's a AAA game that is, was after three days or something, 30% off in some places. So remember how wow. nowadays games don't depreciate at all. Like you're buying a game that was released six months ago for full price. Star Wars Battlefront mm-hmm. 2 is now already discounted, even discounted. though it's been out a week, because they're not selling mm-hmm. any. And also the original Star Wars Battlefront 2 
for a short while, or it might still be, was the highest selling game on Steam. So the original one released 12 years ago is currently the most popular game. So people are, is that made for a different developer and different publisher? Well, it's the one that everyone wanted because it was good. It kind of sounds like it's got all the worst parts of what games have become. It's a bit shitty that the industry's gotten this way, but I guess it might be a catalyst for change. Like, like some people are getting to the point where they're saying, you know, I'd rather pay a certain amount for a finished game up front, and that's what it is. Like none of this day one patching, none of this um, paying for more. Like in, in free-to-play games, you, you almost expect to be able to pay for things that you don't have to wait because that's kind of the point of idle games or these clicking games. You kind of – it's part of the deal. You're getting it for free and some people are going to want to pay, some people are not going to want to pay. It kind of sucks even more like that you have to purchase the game to start with. I don't know, like if – if the game was, because from what I remember of the latest, the game before this one, the Battlefront, um, I felt that because they released it with four levels, was that right? Yeah, I and got it released... pretty early on, and I was very disappointed with what it was. Did they release more levels for free, or are they DLCs? I don't know because I played it like twice and then went, "Well, this is crap. I'm not playing that again." Because huh. I remember they tried. released more things, but I could see it existing in like similar to the old shareware models where they give you the game for free. Here's two, three levels and each successive level or world is a certain amount. Like that's a, that's a pay to play game. I'd be pretty happy to support. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of newsworthy, you know that, um, remember that article in Australia a little while ago about, uh, like millennials having too many crushed avocado on toast, smashed yeah. avocado on toast. And then, so apparently I was speaking, we're doing this cooking class here and speaking to this like local Prague guy. And he was saying it made news here about that story. <laughs> oh, you you guys eat a lot of avocados. Just imagine if like all these passionate people were passionate about other things, the, the world would be a changed place. Well, that's the thing is that all the good, all, all the good game developers are small companies that are r- being run by the person who started them and they make great games and then they make really good games and then they get brought out by a bigger conglomerate and then they get ripped apart well but it's also a decision and it probably just comes down to they work so hard get to that point and they want the payout yeah well i'm kind of on their side when they do that because you put a lot of time and effort into that and then if you're still being taking all the risks to the company when you could just sell that risk to someone else yeah and some people, that's the that's the goal, is to be bought out. It seems like a pretty good idea, because you can sell these for hundreds of millions. And then I was reading about, um, in terms of, like, there's never been a time where, for like, using technology, such little input can create such massive in- output. So, like, how can 13 people create um, WhatsApp and then sell it for billions? Like, that's never happened before. Like, so few people can create so much money so quickly. Well, Purus is... We use Slack for communicating for the podcast. But the I heard at one point that Slack was the highest valued unpurchased company in the world. Really? I didn't realize so many people would pay Slack. I, I thought a lot of people would be using the free plan. I guess there's big businesses. I, I've had a look into it, and it looks like there is a lot of you... If you've got a, an actual business with multiple users, then, yeah, the, the paid plan would be really useful. Okay. And you pay per user, so... It scales, so a small company can afford it just as easy as a big company, sort yeah. of. But anyway, let's say you, if you were that you had orders yourself, Star Wars Battlefront Two, and you wanted it delivered, 
but there's going to be a problem. You got it delivered from Amazon, but there's there's no one going to be home on that day. So it's going to have to go to go. You're going to have to go pick up from parcel locker, right? Which is what we spoke about last week, didn't we? Yeah. Now that's not a great idea, is it? Because you're going to have to go. That's going to take. You're going to have to go a long way out of your way there. So if only they, if only the delivery driver had a way of leaving it at your house. Mm-hmm. So I, I, do you know what would be useful if you had a parcel locker at your house? Or, and this, I was curious to see if you would go for this. Amazon is releasing a product called Amazon Key. Have you heard of this? I think I have, but go on. Amazon Key. So the point being that you can change the locks on your door to an ele- electronic lock which is something that a lot of people have nowadays. And I'd, I'd quite like one, but it'd be a bit silly for me to have one here. But an electronic lock where you... So, for example, instead of it using your key to unlock the door, you use your phone. So if your mm-hmm. phone is next to the door, then it unlocks. Amazon have a product where, called Amazon Key so that you can... Um, it's an electronic lock. If you're getting a delivery, so you get that game, you're getting very excited it's going to be delivered. When they get there, they can... They're allowed access for five minutes, which is all recorded anyway so that they can open the door, put your package inside, and leave. And from, from what I heard, the whole time you can watch them on the security cam. Yeah. So for me, this sounds like a great idea, because I've had enough of having to go and pick up parcels because they couldn't be delivered because there's no one there to sign for them. So I'm all sold. Would you have one or not? Uh, well, we recently house sat for a house that was keyless, and it was all touchpad, um, code entered. And I can imagine there would be like a fingerprint style or face, you know, recognition in the future. And we commented how amazing it was to be able to leave and a not forget a key, and b not have to worry about a key. It's it's it was amazing. Like I I'm really in favour of keyed. I mean, sorry, um, number inputs. I mean, it did feel a bit um, a bit ooh la la, but once you got it, once it became normal, it was pretty awesome. So in that respect, I I can definitely see that that happening, and and letting someone in your house, like, I mean, I guess it depends on what the cost of retrofitting your house is, because there's obviously going to be a cost, and that's what I think Google Home and Alexa have been good about in that. Sorry, I just said the word. Sorry, she Hill should not not be named. It's all right, as long as you don't say um, something like. Alexa, turn the lights off. Good. As long as I don't say that, we should be fine. Um, but the good thing about them is they're like plug and play, so they're cheap and they're easy to add in. So I wonder, uh, Amazon going to have licensed people to install these things, or how's it going to work? Oh, so you mean you're worried about putting it in badly? Well, you'd probably want to trust the person installing it in, c- in case they, uh, I don't know, installed some loophole into the system. That would be the worry, I'd guess, of a lot of people. Yeah, I see where you're coming from that, where some people are worried. I, I, I get that some people are very concerned about letting strangers to the house, but I also think that this is where that this is progress. Mm-hmm. And people need to stop getting away from Because keys are just old. Like you just said, worrying mm-hmm. about having the key. Like, how many times has someone locked their key in their car? Right, it, it sounds stupid, but it happens. It happens now. Like, it happens less because of central locking. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't have a key, if you just it just unlocked for you anyway, then that wouldn't be a problem, would it? If that was your house, that'd be even even better. You're not going to lose your keys anymore. You're not going to get stuck in a place where you've lost your keys somewhere on the train or something, and now you can't get in your own house. And that was the great thing we found, is that we could leave. We don't have to worry about having a key on it, having it get installed or anything like that. It's just 
we know we'll be able to get in all the time. But I wonder if these two ideas aren't like uh, if they have to be mutual. Like you've, we've already got the keyless entry into houses. Could this Amazon key be there for uh, a large um, box? You know, could they drop it off in a box outside your house or does it? do they need access to your house? Yeah, I see what you mean with that. Although the, the advantage of it being in your house is that if you've got a really big parcel, say you're ordering a bike, now you've had to make that box pretty big so that it could fit a bike in there. Maybe just the garage. Yeah. Most of the time, well, yeah, that could work. But then again, you've got a lot of stuff in your garage that you don't want people to get into anyway. I, was, I saw this and I thought, that's something I want. It's the future. I still want a house assistant, actually. Home assistant. I still haven't got one. Oh, what system? Like a, an, a, an Amazon Echo or Google Home or something. Uh-huh. But I don't have any smart lights either. Because it's just so expensive. Yeah, I think it must be like, it would just be a thing where it's mostly, you know, it's easier and cheaper to do it when you're building. You can get a lot of lights where it's the light bulb that's smart though. True. And these are cheaper than I thought they used to be because they're now only 20 pounds or a three pack for 60 or a five pack for 80. How much is that saving? Some. <laughs> I want people to create bundle deals that are just not um, cheaper. They just become more expensive. <laughs> do you want to just buy some more? <laughs> we always buy more so it saves money. No, you just, you just buy more now. I mean, that would work. People would fall for it. Is that what we're going to do when we have our T-shirt store on the website? You can buy more T-shirts, <laughs> it just costs more. Buy one for $10 or buy two for 30 Great deal. <laughs> so for those at home listening, we're recording this for the first time ever, I think, for both of us. For the first time ever, we're recording this in the morning. There's definitely a different energy level. Which means that neither of us is drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about it. I did think about getting one, and I was like, oh... Probably don't need to be oh, um, beers before It's lunchtime. early in the morning. So, for the first time ever on a Puppies and Watermelon, I'm going to pour myself a nice, refreshing glass of orange juice. <laughs> nice. Rock and roll lifestyle that we have. I made the mistake of having, having a coffee when I got up, so I couldn't have a second one. <laughs> Disappointing. For reasons that we've spoken about before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to tell you about this. Um, there's this... Uh, artist here that is pretty famous and his name is wait two seconds hey nat what's the name of that dude again that's right david cherney i remember that (laughs) she got all that from that dude (laughs) yeah um and so we think from the little reading up we've done because we found these weird sculptures just around the city and then we researched it and it just happened to be all from this one guy and he originally became famous because apparently there was this communist tank monument and he, he painted it all pink, this public thing. And he wasn't meant to be vandalized it, painted it all pink. And they've got a habit here of like, instead of punishing people, they kind of like reward them. Like I remember reading this thing of a local, there's this huge zip line that went from this center tower to the outside of the city, this massive event and only 30 people were allowed to do it. And this, this guy snuck on and he was definitely wasn't meant to. And when he got to the end, he was like, huh, jokes on you guys. I'm actually from Poland. And, you know, I snuck on here, even though I wasn't meant to. And he, he bought the people like a case of beer. And instead of putting him in jail, they like celebrated him and wrote his name on like the monument. So like they got a weird thing of, of this making sounds like the worst justice system in the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This guy spray painted this like, um, tank and he became famous and apparently most people in all the Czech love him 
and he's created these weird things around town. Like um, the first one we saw is these two statues um, of men naked holding their willies in like this little fountain and water comes out of their willies and they turn from side to side. And if you text a message to this number that's attached to them, uh, they turn onto the pavement and spell out your text on the pavement with their piss. Bullshit. No, bullshit. So this is like one of the things. Another thing is they've got this, um, what's the one of the families? Like babies with, what was their heads again? They, they didn't have faces. They had TV screens as faces, I think. But they've got these things like on, on monuments, like the, the massive radio tower here. He's like been able to make these huge babies climbing this monument. There's also this huge statue, this popular statue in one of the squares of this someone important on a horse, probably should know, not important, because he's created another version of it, exact same scale, exact same, but they've put the horse up, he's put the horse upside down and the person riding it to take the piss out of him. And the best one is the one we found yesterday. And this place is in an, a future gallery and it's, um, I think it's like abstract art. But we've never been to an abstract art museum. But this place, to get to it, you have to Google map your way there. And then the door's closed. You have to ring the bell. We went there two weeks ago. The door was closed. We didn't, didn't want to ring the bell. So we went there a second time. They don't answer it. They just let you in. You go in. There's a lady behind a, a door with a window. You, you see her. She doesn't wave to you. You just walk in. There's all this, the typical abstract art, weird shit around. Like there's... Um, bent pieces of metal on a table. There's a huge painting of just like blue turning to white, like gradient colors. <laughs> just weird stuff that isn't, that's just not impressive, but you know, is art. But then you go down these like connected rooms downstairs into the basement, and they've got projectors projecting cartoon images on these massive boulders on the floor, and they're having discussions with each other. That was pretty cool. And then there was this door. With the curtain on it, it says, um, leave door closed. And you go no, outside. We didn't see it the first time we passed, but we knew these, we we're looking for these statues specifically. And it must be this, the only door that, that wasn't locked. And you go out and there are these ma massive, like, I'm going to say one or two story high, uh, torsos or bodies. And they're naked, but there's two legs and they're bent over at the hips and they kind of go into the walls. You only see the lower torso and the legs. <laughs> and there's a ladder going up. You climb this ladder up to its asshole, and you stick your head in its asshole. and inside on the TV screen is a repeating video of two people with masks on, but the masks are of local politicians, and they're feeding each other, or one's feeding the other... Um, Melton ice cream, so it's just making a mess everywhere. And he's like licking his lips. It's in slow motion to the tune of We Are the Champions. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest thing you've ever seen. But the most amazing, like, it made my day. It was even better than I thought it was going to be. I like, always I'm, wonder I'm... with these things if they're actually, like, if the artist actually is serious about oh, well, like, this, I made this graph or if they're actually just seeing how weird they can make it and people still go hmm yes yeah like because if you take a photo of anyone they've just got their head in this massive asshole and 
you, this guy, you don't know if he's just the best artist there exists or if he's just taken the piss out of everything that he makes. Yeah. It's like, I'm not sure if you said, I've, I've sent a video, I made a video for Rice for his birthday. It's the best. He, and he's just, yeah, he's weird. But that was, that gave me so much hope because if something like that can exist in the world in being in a gallery, then man, we've got hope. Like everyone's got hope in the world to make something that makes a difference. Oh, the other one, the other one he's got is of a, on the side of a building, he's got a uh, glowing fetus in a womb that, that glows at night. Right. So it turns out I like uh, modern art. Didn't realize that. After all this, you were just sat there spending time with your head up someone's ass. It was great. Yeah, there was a line to stick your head up in its ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And you're up the top of a ladder and it's just, yeah. But the cool thing is we, no one else was there when we first got there because you had to get through this door. That you, there was no obvious sign to go out there. Um, but once we uh, got out, other people had followed. It was, it was yeah, it was very interesting. Which was weird as well because it said to close the door, but on the other side the handle was broken. So if you close the door, you were locked out and there was no way you are getting back in unless someone else solved the problem. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not art that's a trap it's a dungeon it, it definitely felt like a dungeon that was good. there's a lot of weird shit around here if if there wasn't anyone around i would have joined in with those men pissing in the fountain i would have just i wonder how many people have i want to see these i'm gonna see if i can find them on a quick web search oh yeah prague. just put like prague artist weird shit artist men uh statues that'll get you there images this is dangerous well there's a oh look First one, first picture. Wow, they're they're just just balls out. Yep, they're presenting. I want to see the right. There's also a picture here of what looks like a massive naked pregnant woman. Oh, I haven't seen that. I mean, the it's just guardian. weird shit. Like we're on on one of the highways or one of the yeah going around town, just about to enter the town, and there's these huge paintings, and one of them's this massive naked female demon just showing everything and then like all the cars drive past there's all the buses and this other one is of a suited man dragging a naked lady by the hair through a garden it's weird all sorts of wrong there's so much weird shit on here mm-hmm. oh i found the, i found the I found the uh, they are so get a good one of someone's head right in because you have to stick your head right in to hear the sound and to see the screen it's a bit further back <laughs> So, do you want to talk about the space race? Tell me about it. I'm pretty sure I had something to talk about this, but I've had on my on my notes for stuff to talk about. I've had this entry for months, where it just said mm. space race blank, mm. because I I'm sure I had a very very good point to make about this, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what it was, and it wasn't written down. But I mm. think it's to do with this. I wanted to talk about the space race to Mars. Do you know much about what's going on with the uh, the race to Mars? I did not know there was a race. Uh, well, uh, race is a strong term. There are multiple mm-hmm. people trying to get to Mars, and they're trying to get there before each other. So I guess that counts and as a race. Are they all from the same country? Uh, yes and no, because there's NASA, mm-hmm. who um, are basically like SpaceX, which is Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, mm-hmm. there's there's a big group of people, but it seems like you know, it was obviously before our time. But the spa- the race to the moon, which wasn't really a race because the Americans didn't say that there was a race to the moon until they got to the moon. <laughs> Let's face it, we the won. Americans 
lost the race and then went, uh, right, no, we haven't lost the race because actually the race is to the moon. <laughs> Wasn't it to, to bankrupt countries to then fight in a war? No, that's that's the conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh, is it? I thought that was the truth. <laughs> no, no. Right, right. Uh, let, let's put this out here. Anyone, uh, in my view, anyone who thinks we haven't been to the moon doesn't really fact check enough. Where because there's the two moon? ways to go about this. One is that I can go up to you and I can say, we landed on the moon in 1960. Yeah, I should know this because I brought this up. Whenever we went to the moon. And you can say, that's cool. That's yeah, you cool. could be lying. Yeah, I could be lying. Or I can go up to you and go, we didn't go to the moon in... When it, when, I should look that data. We didn't go to the moon then, so that's... You should listen to me instead. And, but then I could, the second person could be lying. So what it's really mm-hmm. come down to is, well, which side has more facts? Hmm, let me see. The one where there was thousands of people working on a project who would all have to have been in cahoots, all would have to have not broken their silence for 50 years, 60 years, how long is it? Age, ages. At all for it to work. Or a couple of people in tinfoil hats. But then there's the opposite of all the people that did work on it. Why why haven't they written more stories about it? Why don't we know journals of people? Were they sworn to secrecy even though they succeeded? We, we do know lots about it. But I don't feel like we know lots about it, like the personal account. Like we know the, the grand overall what happened, but we don't know about Larry who was in charge of the radio. <laughs> he was in charge of the radio. What? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Larry could have written a book. Like he's in such a monumental part of history. Surely Larry thought about writing a book and selling it to Hollywood. I think a lot of books and have been Sally. written. And Sally was next and to Sally. Larry. And Sally was doing like uh, something with the the um, thrusters. You know, so she knew about it. Yes, anyway, before I get too angry. <laughs> well, the reason I'm curious about this is because uh-huh. one of the arguments that people make that we didn't go to the moon is that we haven't been back since. Uh-huh. And That's to be to be honest, I'm probably not like once you get once you've gone on the once you've gone to a country once, you're probably not going back. So Yeah, exactly. exactly. Cool. We've we've been to the moon now. So there's nothing there. But there's not a lot there. So why would we want to go back unless it's cheap and safe? Like it was ridiculously mm-hmm. risky for them to go there. The fact that all the missions managed to make it back. Uh, wait, one of them didn't. Again, I'm not very well informed on my own subjects. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. <laughs> the point is that to, the race to Mars means that we're probably going to go back to the moon. Is it on the way? It's like you, Settlers Tavern. You go in, you fill up the fuel, <laughs> have go to the toilet, <laughs> keep going. Services to for last services for a million miles. No, the, the reason being because it's obviously easier to get to the moon. So getting to the moon would be like a dry run for getting to Mars. Okay. So I'm curious as to when this happens, not if when 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 we send some more astronauts to Mars uh, to the moon, and we sit there and go, here is the Apollo. This is the stuff the Apollo left uh, missions left left behind. Here's the moon buggy. I'm wondering how the conspiracy theorists are going to shrug that one off and just go oh no no that's they planted it there they took it with them well yeah there's always going to be that's the beauty about conspiracies is like there's, tin, there's <laughs> yeah. always tinfoil it's cheap you can just make it's, another hat because it's basically if you're on the side where you can bullshit your way out of any situation you're on the wrong side <laughs> i i've thought about this very recently in fact but 
It's about how, like, when miracles happened, we, we just like we don't talk about politics, we don't talk about religion, but in terms of, like, how technology has evolved now, how cool would it be? Well, you know how in movies there's, like, Independence Day, at the start of the movie there's always people watching their TV, they're watching the news, and in the news they see the UFO that's hovering over the city, and it's like this thing that's live streaming, it's happening because that's something that can happen nowadays but never could. But how cool would it be if miracles did exist and not only did they exist, like it happened in our lifetime and not only did it happen in our lifetime, we were able to live stream it. Like how cool would that be to, not to prove that miracles could exist, but just for the experience do you know what I mean? Like, so what you're saying is you wish Jesus had periscope. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It'd just be an interesting time to be alive. Like, but and but how spaced out have miracles been? Like when these when these statues cried and when Jesus came back and all these miracles. Like, were they hundreds of years apart? Like, are we not due for another miracle until another couple of hundred years? Like, should I be hopeful for something to happen? I don't think they happen kind of on a regular timetable but i feel like they would because this is the theory like when i was a kid and i used to hate the idea of vomiting but i knew that eventually i would vomit and it was only a matter of time and so if i hadn't vomited for three years i was probably due for a vomit that's how my head works it's got nothing to do with what you eat or how your body is it's just got to do with when you're due same with a miracle we're due i'm guessing for someone to levitate someone to come back to life Something exciting for us to see. That's my guess. I don't know. What to, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Just believe me. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? I mean, in some ways, I agree with what you're saying. Uh huh. You pretty much nailed it. You bet me with the punchline. I should have thought about Jesus having periscope. That was that's the, the exact thought. <laughs> well, think about it. if Jesus turned up now. I was doing all this shit. It, people wouldn't believe him, even if he had. Per- he, he'd be, he'd be a hit on YouTube. Oh mate, he'd have the most subscribers, and it'd be the most upvoted thing on Reddit for sure. No one would be talking about Star Wars. Do you think if Jesus did come back and he streamed on YouTube? Yeah. Thinking about like, in terms, there's he's going to have a lot of coverage, and whenever there's coverage or there's exposure, there's always companies that want to exploit that. And so is Jesus going to take a check to have a sponsor? Because think about all the things that that money could do for uh, the churches and his religion and his faith. Like money could go a long way in in reinforcing um, the next time he streams. You know what I'm talking about? So at, at what, what amounts would a company have to pay to sponsor Jesus in his live stream for it to be worthwhile for him? So basically, this feeling of the 5,000 is brought to you by Audible. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and we've got a great book, book suggestion for you this week. <laughs> everyone's, got a, everyone's got a value, right? Imagine how shit that would be if you're in church or... or, or you're, or whatever you're doing that and then they have to keep an interrupting to you, hey here's just some messages just that you know well, this week's sermon is brought to you by nature would a, church, would a church do that like if because money's important like would it get to a point where they've run out of money and they need it <laughs> so stupid 
speaking of tinfoil hats, I just want to say that not everything I say is bullshit because something did come true the other week that I predicted. And that was, do you remember me talking about the Hey Arnold movie, Facebook page? Please tell me there is not a Hey Arnold movie happening. Google it. Oh, I was I was so right. It's not funny. Oh, God. Wait, no. <laughs> happy. Two, happened in 2002. No, nah, there's another one coming. Wait, 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 wait. Home edit, release, release. No, there's... Oh, God. In 2015, it was announced that the movie has been revived and is currently in production as a TV movie expecting to be released in late 2017. What was that? Did you say something under your breath there? That Mark was right. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. This is so good. This is like with Nat. I'm so rarely right that I just have to relish the times that I am. Especially when it's one of the ones where everyone else is just going, no, no, Copes. No, that's not going to happen. Oh, God, it happened. Mate, I'm, I know a social media strategy when I see one. That was, that was coming a mile away, that one. Well, I said that they announced it in 2015. Well, yeah, just ignore that bit. I feel I didn't know about that fact. I hate it when that happens to me, though, when you, when you predict something and they find out that you did, totally didn't predict it. You can just edit that bit out. No one needs to know. <laughs> no one does research these days. <laughs> That'll be fine. I, I, think, I think instead of editing it out, I'll edit more of it in. I'll just keep on repeating it. <laughs> so that made, me, that made me very happy. So stay tuned for next uh, next episode when I bring you another conspiracy theory that could quite possibly be true. Are you not going to bring one up now? Surely you're going to have something that you can... Make some kind of bullshit claim, make it one of the types which can't be disproven, and then wait for it to come true. I'm still a firm believer in the in the airlines business class creating a false economy of um, (laughs) business class being that expensive. Which is exactly not how it works. (laughs) No, it exactly is, and you can't prove me wrong. Exactly not how it works. Who has the facts? Me. So I have the data, the numbers, and who are you going to believe? Totally not. So yeah, you should probably go. Uh, you should probably go get some clothes. <laughs> I look forward to the next podcast. <laughs> so, uh, what should everyone do once they've uh, listened to this podcast, Copes? They should tell their significant other, and if they don't have a significant other, they should spend less time listening to podcasts and. That's, that's um, terrible. Go, go, go. <laughs> no, they should go and tell who, the person who they want their significant other to, who ah, they want to be their significant other. That's the perfect starting. Because you know what all happens is that like all relationships, you can pretty much go track your like message history. And it all starts from one stupid statement, which was you're in. You needed an in. There's one stupid statement which you managed to blurt out and it was probably asking them if they can make you a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Probably not for you. I mean, I don't know if that's... But then, no. So like, I'm, I'm not sure about you, I'm speaking on your behalf. I'm more than happy for the person listening. I'm ha- more than happy to be there in for their person. And that sounds a bit dirty and it kind of is. I'm happy to be the in for them. I'm happy to be involved as well, yeah. Yeah, involved. Because <laughs> four people is better than two, let's be, let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know if we'll make it a bit crowded. <laughs> so yeah, if you need that, you need something, something weird to say, um, What's more weirder than saying you should listen to puppies and watermelon? It's a podcast that, that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Occasionally fortnightly. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't know if we're going to release this for a long time. Um, <laughs> My favourite podcast is one called Web Comics Weekly, and they were not weekly. <laughs> Every five months. Make sure you go and uh, like us on Facebook. 
Mm-hmm. Share us on Facebook. Share us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Twitter. On I'm at Tarquin Ultimate. And I'm at Coach Stalin. And the Facebook is forward slash Puppies and Watermelon. Very lucky that was available. Otherwise, it would have been something irrelevant. And if you want more, send us a message. Shoot us a message. Say what's going on. And just send, yeah, just, yeah, just send Copes lots mm. of DMs. Lots of DMs. Mm. <laughs> more about DMs. <laughs> Uh, and if you want more information go to the website at www.puppiesandwatermelon.com because the thing is if you don't send us DMs we're going to start posting those very vague like um, updates saying like oh life sucks right now and people are going to start saying like what's up and you're going to be like inbox me hun what's up that kind of stuff (laughs) (laughs) I've had enough what's up hun DM me yeah no no details are going to be mentioned just just uh, vague uh, insecurities we, and that is definitely how we should promote the show just get the, the Facebook page and start saying that stuff <laughs> yeah that would be great and we'll, we'll, the algorithms will somehow target like 13 year old females It'd be fantastic yeah that's definitely what we want <laughs> oh we're good chatting alright I'll catch you next time see you next time